I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time to get green. Doug Oster and Jessica Walliser are in the house. All natural, no pesticides, no artificial ingredients. The Organic Gardeners. Is Radio 1020. It is Mother's Day. Lots of great gift ideas coming up from your organic gardeners. Want to wish Jessica a wonderful Mother's Day celebration and, of course, Doug's lovely bride. But in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you out there as well, too. Number to dial is 866-391-1020. Dollar Bank instant access at kdk.com. But the 10th caller right now at this number, 412-922-1020, wins an amazing, this would be a great Mother's Day gift, $25 gift certificate from the good folks at Sorgo. So Let's get going with this Mother's Day edition of The Organic Gardeners on KDK, both from TribLive.com. Here they are, Doug and Jess. Good morning. Good morning, Doug Oster from the Tribune Review and EverybodyGardens.com. And I'm horticulturist Jessica Walliser. And I want to wish a happy Mother's Day to my mama and my sister and my mother-in-law and all my friends. And happy Mother's Day to you, Jess. Happy Mother's Day to my wife, who is on a Thelma and Louise trip in my Mustang to New Jersey on her way back at some point today. I love that she went with her girlfriend in your Mustang. I hope it ends better, but... Uh... Uh, is it a bright... Yeah, right. I, hope, I definitely hope Why it does. Why do they meet Brad Pitt? No. I was going to say, and, and I hope maybe for your sake there's no Brad Pitt-type character involved in this. Well, that's but... no worry. <laughs> because... You are her Brad Pitt type yeah. character. Let's, Is let's, that it? Let's face it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Put the hat on. Put the shades on. Oh, hey, what you don't know won't hurt you. Just <laughs> let her have a little fun. Can you say what denial? happens in New Jersey stays in New Jersey? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Mother's Day, uh, Jess, we talked about this before, but I had this robin's nest on top of a windmill in the garden. A big storm blew over the windmill and the eggs fell out, but the nest actually was kind of glued onto it. I put the windmill back up, put the eggs in there and crossed my fingers. And I saw yesterday that the one of them had hatched, one of the eggs Aww. had hatched. And I'm just so excited that that happened. Got a nice picture, put it on my Facebook page, and I hope the other egg hatches too. You think that little baby bird, first time he sees you, he's going to be like, "Are you my mother?" No, are you remember my daddy? Are, are you my, my Are you my daddy? Don't you remember that book? No. Are you my mother? Uh-uh. Oh, that's one of my favorites when I was a little girl. And a beautiful sunrise this morning coming in over the rivers, uh, and then. Uh, we're always telling people, get your garden work done, Jess. Get your garden work done. It's very important. And both of us were lamenting this morning that we're so, we're, far, we're behind. so far behind. So if you're far behind, too, it's okay. You know, I, I do. I, I am going to look. I am looking forward to getting in there and getting some stuff done. But, you know, it just I didn't have it in me yesterday. You know, first day off in quite a while, and I just kicked back and yep. <laughs> did well, this we and were did at, that. We were at a track meet all day yesterday, so there was very little garden work happening at our house too. And I, we, we, you're right. We were and lamenting is a good word for it because we were both saying how, you know, some days you'd just rather go kayak or you'd yep. just rather go hang out somewhere else than work in the garden, and that's okay as long as you, you know, 
catch up at a later date. So that, that will be happening. But today there's going to be Mother's Day mimosa, so there's not going to be any catching up at my house go. either. <laughs> uh, next week I'll be reporting from London. That's when my uh, trip to London, I'm taking people there to see the gardens. And so at uh, everybodygardens.com, you can just read my blog there, and I'll be blogging daily next uh Next week, all about Kew Gardens and the Chelsea Flower Show and Stavel Garden and Wisley and all these other great places. So tune in. You'll you'll enjoy that. And Jess, you've got something coming up this week. I do. Well, uh, May 25th, Thursday, May 25th, I will be at Sorgles, our good friends at Sorgles uh, off the Wexford exit of 79. And I'm going to be talking about container gardening and giving you some great advice, some surprising advice uh, on the new way to grow in containers and some new varieties that are available now. And that'll be at 7 p.m. Thursday, May 25th. And it costs you $5 for the class, but then you get a $5 credit towards a purchase at Sorgles. So it's all good. And and you can call them for more information at 724-935-2090. And I hope to see you there. And your new book is all about container gardening, It is. Right? And so a lot of the, the stuff in this talk is going to be a little bit of a preview about my book, uh, Container Gardening Complete, which comes out in October. But you do they? I know they have it up. Can you pre-order it? Oh, yeah. You can pre-order okay. it. Yep. 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 They're, they're on the be ball, the first to get Be the first on the list. There you go. You get a special bonus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cindy from Irwin is that winner of that $25 gift certificate. Still to come, the home of those great hanging baskets, giant hanging baskets for Mom's Day. Janoski's will give that gift certificate away coming up right after the news at 7.30. Lots of people want to talk to Doug and Jess, so we're going to get to your calls in a moment. Next hour, all about Mom's Day with Joe and Frank Dentisi on the Coons Cooking Hour. Good morning, everybody. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners. This Radio 1020 KDKA. Just want to remind people about the, well, gosh, what is it, 15th annual plant swap? That's it's, crazy. Oh, you know, it started just at my house. <laughs> and the first, when I first moved here in 1998, because those don't count. It's when we do the official ones. But when okay. I started in 1998, I had a little garden forum. And the people that were on the forum, I said, well, let's just all get together and swap plants. And they came to the house and we had a little something to eat. It was probably 10 people. Well, now it's a lot more than 10 people. So Sunday, May 28th at Sorgal Orchards, 11 a.m. to noon. <laughs> I've cut it down to one hour. Because all, all the action happens in well, one Well, I just hour feel anyway, so bad. So. When I had it for two hours, people would come for, you know, 10 minutes to one and there'd be nothing left. Yeah. So... So it'll be Memorial Day weekend, Sunday the 28th, 11 a.m. at Sorgles, the big plant swap. Bring stuff to swap. I'll have potato top tomatoes to give away. I also have a few of the 3945 tomatoes, which are the ones that were found on the battlefield during World War II that I wrote about. And we are going to have so much fun. It is crazy, though. That first 20 minutes is nuts. Like a plant frenzy. Yes, yes. But 99% of the people are all sweethearts and love coming and... And if you come, people, make sure you're a sweetheart, too. And you make sure you label your plants and don't bring anything invasive. And, you know. Be nice. Uh, some of our friends from <laughs> that, that uh, used to see us at the Giant Eagle Market District come, and they, they bring compost tea that they make. Nice. You know, like, it's just a, a fun event. So, Sargos, Sunday, May 28th. All right. Sounds good. Here we go. Bethany Allison Park for Doug and Jess on the Organic Gardeners. Good morning, Bethany. Good morning. I have a question about planting trees. I know you can plant them in the spring or in the fall, but how long is the planting season now? 
That's a great question. And I was actually talking to Dick Till from Davy Tree about that. Because I was thinking about writing a story, and I wanted to get it in now, but I'm, I'm booked up, and it would not be until end of June mm-hmm. until I could do the story. And so I talked to him about it, and he goes, we still, we still plant then, but the watering considerations are yep. very important. And, and so I'm waiting to fall to write the story because for me personally, I really wouldn't want to plant a tree in June, in into well, into late June. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do it. And if you wanted to watch it and water it and get it going, great. But I'm early spring, late fall, and that's just me. Yeah. I mean, my thing well, about... When you say early spring, I mean, is now a, a water consideration time or is it still okay? Well, for me, anytime you plant in the spring, you have to plan on watering all summer long, all fa- like for a full year after, well, no matter what time of year you plant that tree, for a full year afterwards, you have to be very diligent about making sure that that tree gets enough water until it grows that new root system. So whether you're planting in early April, the end of May, or you know early July, you still have to make sure that it gets adequate moisture at all times. Obviously, if you're planting in high summer, it's more stressful for the tree. What so, do you want to put in? I was thinking of a dogwood. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, you know, for me, I just I planted a tree yes, uh, Friday, as a matter of fact, when I got at Maymart at Phipps from uh, Tree Pittsburgh. So it's certainly fine for you to go ahead and be planting now. Just pay attention to that watering. Thank you for the call. Eight six six three nine one ten twenty dollar bank instant access kdk dot com. Here's Bill in West Mifflin. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Um, I only planted four marigolds in my backyard so far, and three of them have, like, been chewed off by something. Uh-huh. Do you think a wreck, I mean, a uh, rabbit or a chipmunk? Probably a rabbit. Uh, Chip- yeah. Chipmunks don't typically eat plants. Rabbit would be my guess, too. They love marigolds. Yeah. It cracks me up when you read online, like, oh, plant marigolds and you won't have rabbits in your garden. Yeah. That's, like, the well, biggest fallacy. <laughs> I've never had this problem, you know, for years, and so I was just shocked the other day. I went out and, so... Yeah. Yeah. It happens. You're welcome. And one of the things that I do in my yard, you know, for for the rabbits is if if I know that it's a favorite plant of theirs, I'll make like a little fence to go around that individual plant. Like they love to nibble on my asters. So I always put a little fencing around the asters or you can use any deer repellent like the spray deer repellent and use those, you know, to keep the rabbits at bay. Also, the thing I love for rabbits is something called hot pepper wax. They make it in Greenville, PA. And I don't know how this works. That you can spray it on a, like a food crop, and they won't eat the food crop, but it doesn't, for you, it doesn't taste like hot pepper. Does it wash off? Is that why? I don't know. I don't know, because I'm not washing my stuff off from the garden. I'm yeah, just, just eating, eating it. it. Yeah. You know me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I have the five-year rule. You have the five-second rule. I have the five-year <laughs> rule. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to join Doug and Jess today, you can call at 866-391-1020, dollar bank instant access, kdk.com. Before we take a next, our next call, some gift ideas for mom. Yeah, uh, I did this on, on TV the other day, and I, I love to uh, give plants. But when you give a plant to mom, you have to you have to plant it. You have to say, mom, you supervise and I'll plant it. And uh, roses certainly are a great thing uh, for Mother's Day. I brought on some roses. 
you know, my one of my favorite perennials, uh, Salvia May Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought three different roses, a real nice one with a fragrance. It's a little harder to grow. One of the flower carpet varieties that are indestructible. And then a miniature rose for somebody who might not be that much of a gardener. And you could just have it around for a little while. The other fun thing to do would be like a potted um, edible plant. So like a really decorative pot with a patio type tomato or even a decorative pot with um, a blueberry bush. Well, the other thing I brought on was a, a pre-made herb container. Perfect. You know, which is, yeah, mom would love that. Because then there's, she doesn't have to do, it's not like associated with work. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't have to go out and work to do it. It's already growing beautifully yeah, in that pot. The work is the cooking and then she can have the fresh herbs for right. everybody. Well, there you go. Well, like in my house, I cook anyway. So it would be nice to have every, those herbs. Every gardener know? needs uh, another pruner, <laughs> you know. Yep. You, you, you always need need another pruner. And, uh, you know, when you buy tools, just buy the, the best ones that you can afford. You know, look for, look for the good names. You know, I use the, the Dram pruner everywhere, not only in the garden, but I've got one in each one of my tackle boxes because it's got a great blade. That little one, That's the, the, smart. Co- the color point uh, compact yeah, shear. Yeah, little it's teeny called. tiny blade. Yeah. Yeah. I love that thing because it's sharp as, as anything. And I love those pruners. And I always talk about this, how it won't lock either in the open or the closed position accidentally. I can't stand when I'm pruning right. and then it locks open or locks yep. closed. And I'm like, <laughs> so it just, I just love it. 866-391-1020, bank instant access, kdk.com. Let's go to uh, Barbara up next for Doug and Jess. Good morning. Welcome to KDK. Hi, Barbara. Good morning. Um, two things, if I may. Uh, one of them is about garlic, but I'd, uh, first I'd like to approach the, or mention, we have not had one bee in our garden. We have a huge rhododendron, and it's in bloom. We used to have so many bees there, you couldn't go near it. Yesterday, not one bumblebee, not one bee. We have huge raspberry area. What are we going to do? Because none of them are going are being pollinated. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a terrifying. big issue. It is, and you know, so much focus is on the European honeybee, which are the ones that live in the hives and make the There's honey. No bumblebees, but none. bumblebees are one of our native bee species, and they are facing equal pressure, and they're not making the news, and it's really sad and a shame and it's, scary. It's funny because yep. I'm, I have a you know a white azalea that always just is covered in blooms. And one of the things that I always love doing is standing there and enjoying watching the bumblebees. Right. What, and I didn't what, see any this year on that one. I saw some of my pink ones, but that yeah. white one is usually so covered with them. Here's something that, that everybody out there, all listeners, not, not just the caller here, but everybody should be thinking about. Think carefully about where you buy your plants because a lot of the big mass retailers that shall remain nameless, but y'all know who I'm talking about, Many of the growers that they buy from use systemic pesticides to treat their plants because they have to have, quote unquote, perfect plants when they sell them. So they use a group of pesticides called the neonicotinoids, which are systemic, which are carried throughout the whole system of the plant, including into the pollen and nectar. So when pollinators come and they forage on that nectar, obviously they're exposed to that pesticide. And if they feed on enough flowers, obviously that can cause them great harm, if not death. So when you go out to buy your plants, try, if you can, to buy from a local source, a local grower that does not use these pesticides, ask. And in many cases at those big box retailers, you'll you'll see tags in there that will say, this 
plant has been treated with neonicotinoid, you know, pesticides, and then it will say, but and they're safe for human use or whatever. It's like this little, and it, it that if you see that tag, that's not a plant that you want to include in your garden because it is not pollinated. And they friendly. are working their way into independence. I hate to tell you. Uh, well, it's and you know really what? Scary. It's all because they're no, so few people, nurserymen, are growing their own plants anymore, and. And it used to be when I worked in the nursery industry years ago, you, everybody grew their own plants. So if you can buy local, Let's talk buy about local. It when we come back too, because I have a couple questions for you about All it. All right. And we're going to keep Barbara on the line because she has a uh, garlic question for Mr. Doug Oster. We'll get to that in a couple of moments. But if you'd like to join the two, uh, feel free to call 866-391-1020. Dollar Bank Instant Access, kdka.com. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners. This Radio 1020 KDK. Barbara, we're going to get to that uh, question for Doug about garlic in just a moment. But let me just say, if you're the 10th caller, you're going to win that gift certificate right now to Janoski's. Open today for Mom's Day at 8 o'clock. 866-391-1020 is the number to call in with a question. And if you get that busy signal, because all of these lines are lit, you can reach us, Dollar Bank Instant Access, kdk.com. And we do have some Dollar Bank Instant Access messages we're going to get to. But the contestant line to win that gift certificate, you folks already know it, right? 412-922-1020. Back to Doug and Jess, a couple of notes, and then right back to Barbara and the phone line. So, Jess, I have some questions about what we're talking about, those neonicotinoids, systemic pesticide. Do, do they have to to be labeled like if you get a plant in a nursery or at a box store or something not yet okay. not yet but i believe that uh there is a deadline for when they have to be right now it's voluntary so the big big box stores you know they're volunteering to put that little tag in there but i think eventually it will be there's a date set and i don't know what it is but you can go on the epa's website and look at what that date I mean, is for, for that, somebody that like labeling. us or barb that wants the bees and the butterflies exactly. and everything. I mean, and it's not even a matter of wanting them. We need them. Yeah. We will not have cranberries and blueberries and almonds and without so many there's of our a, native pollinators. There's a story you told before about an author that was doing a story about monarchs, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kylie Baumley, who's a friend of mine who just wrote a great book called The Monarch, and it's all about, it's a great book, really great book, all about uh, monarchs and their life cycles and everything. And she did a little experiment. She actually went out and bought a milkweed plant. And as our listeners hopefully know by now, that milkweed is the sole larval food source for monarch caterpillars. They cannot eat anything but species of milkweed. So she went out and she bought a milkweed plant from a big box store and it had that label on it saying, you know, the the no, it didn't have the label on it. And she asked, she said, are these treated with neonicotinoids? And they said no. So she bought the plant. She brought it home. She used it to feed her caterpillars and she put pictures online. All the caterpillars were dead. It killed them all. You know, how could you have a systemic pesticide in something like milkweed that is supposed to, you're, the reason People you're buying it, it on purpose, yeah, right. for the, for the for caterpillar, the and it's killing, the, exactly. oh, that's crazy. Exactly. So it is, ask, ask a question, but it didn't do yep. Kylie any good, but you got to ask before you buy a plant. You don't want, you don't want to have something that have and pesticides if you don't in get, it. And if you don't get the right answer and you don't get a, you get a little blank stare in return to you, that's not the place to buy your plants. You want to buy your plants from somebody who has the, an answer for you and it's an intelligent answer and they know what they're talking about. You know, and all of our sponsors are the people, great people to go to for this stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is what they do, what they have spent their lives doing. And, and you know, I, I'm really glad that, and I know Barbara has another question that we're going to get to now, but it, obviously I'm very passionate about it. Oh, and now something I'm passionate about, garlic. Go there ahead, Barb. Go. <laughs> 
before I said garlic, I won't get any raspberries, in other words, if I don't have any bees pollinating these, because they can't be pollinated by wind. Is that Right. Is that well, my- you know, and just because you're not seeing them doesn't mean they're not there, because you're not out okay. there all day long staring at them, you know. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I am. I you am. are? Okay. Well, I mean, you can, you can um, try doing you can try doing it yourself with an electric toothbrush. You know, with the raspberry, though, that's that's a lot of effort to uh, do that. I know. Okay, but, but, you know, you, you could try that, uh, just an electric toothbrush from oh. one flower to the next, and it really just takes a little instant to do that. But um, And then just put yeah. the toothbrush back in the bathroom. No one will know the difference. Hey, I, I don't care as long as I get raspberries. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay. Now, the, with the garlic, this is fascinating. I, I, I was away, and I came back, and, of course, all my... My, oh come on! I knew the name of them. You know the the, well, the thing that comes up that you got to cut off. Escape, so escape, much. Yeah, escape. Seed head. I, I knew it as I was talking to you. But besides escapes, there are the almost like fronds. I've never had this before. They're real thin. They look like like they would be branch branches of I mean leaves of the the garlic. But there there has to be like twelve or fifteen all around the scape. I've never seen this before. Would these be, since we've had so much rain, would it be that these could have been bigger, you know, regular leaves on the garlic? Have you ever seen this before? Do you have this on yours this year? I don't. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Sure. Is this the same bed where you had your garlic growing last year? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I've I've been gardening... For, um, probably longer than you were on this earth. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my thought immediately for that was, well, maybe some cloves didn't get harvested last year, oh, and no. they, oh, they have cracked oh, apart, and they're Come sprouting on. now. Well, I don't know. It happens sometimes. Is this, an, is this a, a new variety or a variety you've always grown? No, it's the same type of variety. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I, you know, my garlic doesn't, doesn't look like that. It looks like it okay. normally does. Yeah, I, Boy, I'd I love to see a say- picture of that. I okay. would love to see a picture of that and kind of figure out what's going on there. That's yeah, really... it's all of them, and, and I have it in two different spots too. And I just thought perhaps being as we had a lot of rain. You've already had your already seen your scapes too, huh? Oh yeah, I, I cut them all off yesterday, and I'm going to cook some today. That's you know because I have not seen scapes in my yeah, garden yet. I yeah, I have. Oh. Yeah, well, so, listen, send us a picture if you can. You uh, can get both of us online and just email uh, us a picture. We'd love to see it. I will. I will try. I'm not great at that. I'm better at gardening oh, than I am. You can do it, Barbara. You can. <laughs> thank, <do> thank <laughs> you so much for your questions. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Congratulations to Maria from Crafton, the winner of the twenty-five dollar gift certificate from the good folks at Janoski's. All right. Love listening to all of your gardening wisdom. This, of course, from Vincent Butler. Radishes this year small. What do I do? Any thoughts on that? And also my leaves on my spinach in the garden are turning yellow. Are they missing a nutrient? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, sounds like a nutrient deficiency of some type for the radishes, at least, or pH problem. A lot of times when we see root crops that don't head up, it's a pH issue. Uh, I'm thinking soil test right off the bat. Absolutely. And this is, you know, we also had that one or two days of it pretty hot weather earlier this spring and just one or two days can be enough to keep that radish from heading up but I'm with Doug I think more likely the culprit is a pH issue because pH affects the availability of phosphorus which is a nutrient that root crops use a lot of you don't need to add more phosphorus most of the time we have more than enough phosphorus but we don't have the right pH so our plants can't get to it so that is a nine dollar soil test and it'll tell you everything you want to know about boy did soil. I have great radishes this did year you good? those are those ones I, I can't believe this worked yep you dropped the seed in the dropped winter dropped the seeds in January they sprouted way too early February because of that warm spell and I'm mm-hmm. thinking well that's going to be the end of them because it went down to like nine degrees or something but they sat there yep and 
I'm still picking radishes. Good for you. You're leaving room for the carrots. Carrots and radishes together That's always great. for me. Now the spinach leaves turning yellow. Uh, I wonder if if you're seeing yellow spinach leaves and there's squiggly lines on them, like little squiggly lines, that's the spinach leaf miner. It's actually an insect pest that gets in between the outer layers of leaf tissue and and tunnels out the green inside, and it will eventually cause that leaf to yellow and fall off. If you're seeing that, just pinch off those yellow leaves and throw those out in the garbage, those leaves with the leaf miner in there, in the garbage. If you're not seeing those squiggly lines and the leaves are turning yellow, if it's the older leaves, um, it could be a nitrogen issue. Again, get that soil test. If it's the newer leaves, it could be fungal issue. Not super common on spinach, but that could be the case. Crazy but weather. It it you has know, been. Crazy weather. Yeah, but soil tests will tell you so much about why your garden grows a certain way. All right, we take a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls next. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners. Is Radio 1020 KDK. Joe and Frank, the Dentici's here with that Coons Cooking Hour for Mother's Day. Then Heffron Tillotson's Your Money and You. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to McCandless and say hello to Kim. Good morning, Kim. Hey, how are you today? Doing good. What's going on? Hey, Doug, I have this um, wedding at my house on May 20th at my farm, and I have already planted some pots with million bells and potato plants and coleus, as well as some cilantro, dill, basil. I have some geraniums and hibiscus trees that I want to put outside, but it's still getting pretty cold at night. Is it too cold to put that stuff out? In my opinion, yes, uh, but it's going to be close. I was looking at the weather, looking at some 35s and stuff like that. I always wait and, you know, especially some of those plants are more tender than others, you know, right. that, that that hibiscus and basil. And I and I can't remember the, the other list there, but those are two right off the bat that I was thinking, oh, boy, they're not going to be happy. If it was me, especially with uh, I'm sure they're nice, big hibiscus blooming. Right. Yeah. That's what you want. Uh, that would be something that I would wait on. Uh, definitely. And then just kick them out that morning. Uh Consider, you know, thinking the weather is, you know, is, is assuming it's going to be warm enough, and it should be. Okay, but so. uh, that thirty-five, and if it drops a little bit lower, you're going to lose them. What about um, your t- tomatoes? When are you going to put your tomatoes in this year? Still too early for those guys as well. Well, here's the deal for me. I'm flying to London on Thursday. Hey. Right. So, <laughs> are you going to wait, old, old chap? Are you going to try to plant them before? I'm going to throw. Gonna I'm going to throw a few in. I'm going to put some in the cold frame, and I'm going to leave some in the greenhouse. So I'm going to. I'm going to hedge your bets. Yeah, we'll see. Because I. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I might not even get them in. I might not even have time to get them in the way things are going, yeah. as we talked about earlier I know what you're about to suggest, my dear, and don't even suggest yeah. that I go over to his house and plant his tomatoes. Is that what you were going to say? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would never suggest that. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, well, hey, have fun at the wedding, and good luck to you. Okay, hey, thanks for your advice. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, Mary Ellen is here, ready to talk to Doug and Jess. She's calling from that great community of Butler, Pennsylvania. Hi, Mary Ellen. Hi. I have a question about a bleeding heart. I um, 
I want to move it. When's the best time to move my bleeding heart? That's a good question because bleeding heart is a tough cookie because uh, it, yeah, the way it is grows. tough. It will start to shift into dormancy, usually about July and August. And typically that is not a time when we suggest moving things. But in the case of bleeding heart, that's actually a, a good time to move it. So the plant's foliage will begin to turn yellow. It'll start to look really ratty. You do some trimming back and that's a good time to move it. But again, you have to make sure that you keep it watered through the fall and through next spring as well. And you can even take some root cuttings of that plant. So when you dig it up, you'll see it'll be like nice, thick, fleshy roots. You can cut some one inch pieces off of that root and plant those one inch pieces of root somewhere else in the garden and you will be able to get more bleeding hearts that way. So it's a kind of a nice way to transplant it and propagate it. Do you at the have same any time. bleeding hearts in your garden? I do. I will always have a bleeding heart because it reminds have... me of my mom and my nana. I don't have any. I lost mine. I had that uh, luxurant uh, mm-hmm. and just didn't make it after a couple of years. Nice. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> next stop is Troy Hill. Here's Carl. Hey, Carl, good morning. Good morning, folks. Uh, I have in my yard uh, two little trees that I think are Alberta spruces. Have you heard of those? Uh-huh, mm-hmm. yep. And I love them. They it, they just uh, it's they it's a smaller breed, I guess. Mm-hmm. They only grow about five feet high, and the branches aren't jaggy like mm-hmm. most evergreens are. They're very soft and smooth, and it's a uh, and they're beautiful trees. But I'm moving. Boy, you do love those uh, trees. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Uh, I'm moving uh, uh, between now and the end of the year, and I wonder if uh, they're transplantable. Uh, how long? Have, how long have you had them where they are now? I would say about um, thirteen years. Okay. I mean, everything is transplantable. Everything. I mean, they transplant. 30-foot-tall trees. But the deal is, if you're transplanting something that's been in that one place for that long, you have to get a really nice big root ball with soil and the roots, and you have to dig out deep and wide and really get as much soil and keep it as intact as possible. Do it at the exact right time, which is the fall. Mm -hmm. And um, dwarf Alberta spruce is a very easy plant to find out in, in the trade. Like just says, you can move anything, but it'd be a lot easier just to get a couple of them in a, you know, five gallon pot and stick them in. Start over again. Yeah, they'll they'll be that size before you know it, and then you can go out there and gently caress the soft, uh, (laughs) soft foliage foliage of your beloved. I think they're great trees. I I really do. I've got I've got one of them too. I agree with you. It's funny. It's one of my least favorite. It's one of my least favorite evergreens because it gets spider mites so quickly and easily, and And then actually so hard to tackle them. They're susceptible to some other kind of disease that's going around too now, and I forget what it is. Nothing's ever happened to mine. Good, good, good. You got the you got a green you got a green thumb. Well, that's because you love it so much. I think that might be it. Back to wrap it up with Doug and Jess next. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners. This Radio 1020 KDKA. 
forget, I am going to be at Sorgles in Wexford on Thursday, May 25th at 7 p.m. to talk about container gardening and offer you some great ideas for vegetables and ornamentals and herbs and all kinds of great plants that you can grow in containers. I hope you can join me there. The cost is $5, but then you get a $5 gift card to use at the garden center that night. And you can call Sorgles for more information at 724-935-2090. And by next week, we'll both have a lot of our garden work done because we're both feeling guilty. <laughs> we're Amen. telling everybody to do their garden work. And uh, here we are. Here we are. You know, I blew it off yesterday, but. Tisk tisk. I don't know how you're doing it because you know me, I can always look at something and just look the other way. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all the shrubs that are blooming and everything. I'm not looking at the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> but you. I'm looking at the giant pile of mulch in the driveway. Oh, That's what I I'm looking at. I can't imagine that. How much you got left, do you think? I After, think starting probably. Starting with 12. Started with 12. I think I probably have maybe three or four left. So not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> I guess. It's a lot better than 12. I'll that's tell true, you that much. That's true. That's true. <laughs> a whole lot better than 12. So yeah. well, listen, have a great time in London. I know it's going to be a spectacular oh, I trip. Can't, I can't wait. It's, I can't wait to keep up with the trip yeah. on Facebook. See all yeah. your photos. Check out my blog at everybodygardens.com. I'll be blogging every day from, from London and all the gardens there. It's just a wonderful, wonderful place. And uh, for me, that Wisley Garden, I'd never heard of it before. And that I can't wait to see again. That's the one where it was raining and I ran out to the, <laughs> the furthest garden. part of the garden to the bug garden because I, I wanted to get it, something for you so that you would, because uh, it's your thing, you know, right. the bugs and they were planting stuff to see, you know, if native insects or the we'll introduced. We'll get out there again it. and get some pictures so we can see how much it changed. Well, this time I hope it's not raining and I think this time I'll have yeah. more time to to take a look at it. So remember, the organic gardeners always aim to create a better place to garden and a safer place to live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 